Section 61 of Songs of Love and Life by Zora Cross. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Caveat. The Vision of Jehovah. What shall it profit if the nations rise, read from the sepulchres of hell distraught, lifting with sodden souls their bleeding eyes, stung with the vengeance of the sword they sought? What shall it profit these or other men, faltering farther to the cosmic sky? Since this thy vow, vengeance is mine, amen. O Lord Jehovah, hear us, hear our cry. There rolled away the boltings from the door, and Lord Jehovah, very God of all, looked down upon the dumb earth's threshing floor, marking how death wove savagely her pall, and seasoned labour, loosed of thick desire, sat midst the ruins of her territory, while hope, her firstborn with young lips afire, plucked at her withered breasts in agony. Behold upon the right hand of the Lord the shuddering Christ with sin-remembering eyes, seeing like pallid moths the phantom horde of Christian martyrs and crusaders rise, pierced with the peril of impassioned prayer, how in the red arena did they crowd, or on the holy place he died to spare, broidered with bloody thread their battle shroud. Left of the Lord, intent ambrosial, Mohammed trembled at his peaceful shrine, even as Abdallah at that festival, when stooping o'er his fragrant bridal wine, one whispered of the virgin multitude, dead for the love of him so falsely fair, shivered and sought in pious interlude to drown forgetfulness in honest prayer. As in the blinding mid-light of the world, when out of chaos swung the scent of day, and from the loins of God the ocean swirled, he with what charity breathed o'er the clay, flame of his thought and passion of his mind, as in that hour when first he viewed his work, Mute-eyed and grave he sorrowed for mankind, so now he anguished still, and all was murk. Murk where ambition in her muddied gown, robbed of her fandom, begged for common arms. Murk where the swollen rivers glided down, art hid the festered shreds of her torn palms. Murk where in terror truth fled swift apart, seeing upon the floor where honour shone. Greed with her blood-stained talons in her heart, plucking the soul of things to feast thereon. Then spake Jehovah in a voice of woe, and all the heavens vibrated with the sound. Adam, is this thy seed that grows so low, wrought in our image, rotting in the ground? Answered the prophets in a sad accord. Yea, till the heavens vanished like a scroll. Yea, till the wild beasts heard unfearing, Lord. Yea, till the camel without pang shall fall. Wrath was Jehovah at the spoken word, wrath as when Lucifer forever fell weakening the nations as he fought and erred, venting his fury at the gates of hell. But through the depthless chasms of the air broke like a wail the voice of many men, and on the hills of heaven summoned there stood the archangel Gabriel again. Pity was his left wing, comfort his right, and at his back the hosts of heaven swarmed, looked to the reeling earth through veins of light, bowed to Jehovah to his ire conformed, saw how he raised his living arms to smite, nation on nation, all the wide earth through, where all his wrath he heard that cry contrite, Father, forgive, they know not what they do. Jehovah stayed his mighty arm and wept, and lo, a vision followed, and he saw, how from the golden west Olympus crept, by Zeus, the mind-made god, ruled as before, how sprang a drassel on the filmy right, while Odin to Valhalla heroes led, last gleamed Westminster Abbey in the night, where men held sacred service for their dead. Like to an opal sunset when romance weaves her bright tapestry about the sea, 
and in each colour of the wide expanse flutters a leaf of ocean's history, battles and sunken galleys of renown, treasure of buccaneers and viking horde, all in one rainbow radiance scattered down, so shone Olympus to the holy lord. Banquet was spread upon the godly board, the festival of Aphrodite dawned, green as a burning emerald was the sward, where at the feet of Zeus the muses formed, drinking from bowls of pearl the nectar sweet, while cherubs fanned them with a palm of gold, rose-bellied nymphs rolled in the budding wheat, satyrs about the clustering vines made bold. Then came the full-limbed goddess of the foam, led by Apollo through the lanes of light, doves at her breathing flocked and roses clomb over her footprints in the flame of flight, fell all about the mellow fruit of joy, as she the feastings honoured there above, till reeling Bacchus with his lips a-cloy, sipped the slow wine-drops from her breasts of love. The Lord Jehovah veiled his eyes with fire, but turned to rightward where Valhalla rose, turquoise the massive doors, the steps sapphire, the burnished floor ten thousand cameos, and to the gate of beryl boulder came, robed like the sun in saffron of the morn, seeing across the rainbow bridge of fame how into Asgard came the souls new-born. As bold Don Roderick at the strange tower stared, wondering how in Toledo magic wrought, spires of such stateliness and scarcely dared, clash his brave stirrups there, but fearing naught, entered and found that which he long had sought, so stared each hero in a fixed amaze, as at Valhalla's halls his battle fought, entered he in to rest eternal days. Torn with the tempest of tremendous woe, Jehovah in the travail of his tears, spake as when in the forlorn long ago, dropped from his lips the language of the spheres. O oh, Adam, Adam, was thy mind so base? What could it profit that I gave my son? But answered Westminster through Jesus' grace, hallowed be thy name, thy will be done. The vision changed as watched the hosts on high, Valhalla and Olympus passed away, and in their places low men fought to die, caught in the reeking stench of rotting clay, matted their fragrant locks with smoking gore, horse, man, and priest shrieking in unity, hot from the steaming lust leap of red war, staining the portals of eternity. How all their mangled skulls the night dew fell, how through their dying limbs they prayed in vain, prayers that their clotted lips would never tell, sealed by the bleeding surcingle of pain, and as decay, life's swollen parasite, followed the harlot death from feast to feast, Nowhere in all the ghastly world was light, save where Westminster glimmered in the east. There, as the crimson-breasted battle-jade wallowed in agony among the brave, mothers and sweethearts in the abbey prayed, kneeling in memory of the men they gave. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, Lord. Snatches of service floated thus to God, mingling with clinking echo of a sword, shocked in the tumult of a broken squad. And at the abbey door, cupidity, measuring her faith by wealth's divining rod, bent low to mock, but hearing suddenly, abate their pride, assuage their malice, God, turned from the holy place and fled afeard into war's arms where she will never die, but mouth the thighs of hate with gall besmeared and sucked the stinging lips of envy dry. Silenced with muffled breath, late slept afield, drawing her nets of thought about her bed, glutted with blood, war dropped his gory shield, nor sound nor sigh escaped the myriad dead. When from the abbey came the groan of men, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, be with us evermore. Amen. Jehovah moaned and closed the doors above. What shall it profit then if nations fall? What merit since we may not understand? For dawn came roguishly at time's faint call, 
looking with sleep-sweet eyes upon the land, and saw amidst the horror and the woe, a Teuton and a Briton lying there, wound in each other's lifeless arms and low, facing each other in their dead despair. The lilting wind was rippling through their hair, the splashing sunlight dancing on their sleeves, a robin sniffed the blossom of the air, and sang to them of spring and rustling leaves. The dawn unrobed, and it was day again, there came no mourners to the solemn dead, the floating clouds break into gentle rain, the silent skies unmoved swam overhead. End of section 61